You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Well, it certainly is a great day to be alive. I am going to run through a few brief things. Guys, I feel like you may be missing me since I have not given you any announcements at the beginning of these podcasts for the past couple of weeks. But, you know, then again, maybe some of you have been like, yay, no more announcements. Nope, announcements are back. So take it. Now, here's the thing. I need everyone to know that our plan is to do another round of DID Coach Mentorship in 2021, right? Because we are training DID coaches here at Bride Ministries. We have a class of 2020. Uh, these people, they are amazing. And we want to become one of the most resource-rich ministries to survivors of government projects, mind control, satanic ritual abuse, and so forth in the world. Uh, it is such a void, and God has given us a mandate to fill it. And so what do we need? We need soldiers. Now, if you would like to apply, just go to bridemovement.com on our ministry page. There's a button that says, I want to be a coach with Bride Ministries, and that will begin your journey. Understand that applications are due by August 31st, but because of the number of interests, the level of interests, we are now doing rolling interviews and admissions. This means that if you get your application in next week, you will hear from us for the next interview day, which will not be after August 31st. It'll be probably during the month of July or early August. Uh, and, and then you will be able to know sooner rather than later when whether or not you're in the program. Does the program have a cost? Absolutely. All the details are on the website. Um, so, so I'm not going to you know, take the time to explain it all right here, but we are going to be taking you through a one-year training to equip and release you not only to be effective in this ministry, but actually to have your own coaching business. And so uh, we are empowering people to really make a difference. Now, with that said, I also want to give an update. The Deliverance Portal is well underway. We are looking at a late July, early August release. So keep praying for us on that. But man, oh man, is that going to be cool. We are moving to Houston. And we're already looking at land. We're looking at buildings. We're looking at where we're going to plant our ministry training center, which is going to double as a church. We are going to have real in-person community in Houston. For those of you that are part of our larger, broad community, on the internet in various countries and nations connecting with us. Do not worry because we are going to build a fully integrated experience. We are not going to leave anyone behind. So we uh, plan to work technology into our execution of everything physical. And we think we're going to have a very, very cutting edge ministry operation in Houston so get ready, get ready. Some of you have been asking where in Houston because it turns out Houston is rather large. And I will just say for now that we are looking primarily in the southwest quadrant of Houston for where we're going to put down our stakes. So, you know, guys, I just want to thank those of you that continue to support us financially. Keep this in mind. When you sow into kingdom work, you take part in the kingdom fruit. Moreover, 
you put yourself on heavenly trade routes and covenant yourself and your finances with God's government. And so trading into kingdom work is huge. It's not just a feel-good thing. It's actually part of kingdom duty. And if you are convicted and are believing in the things that God is having us to build. We want to encourage you to sow into it at bridemovement.com or with our app or by writing us a letter because we do have a P.O. box and we receive your mails and anything you send us by mail is just as valid and we appreciate that. Thank you for those of you that have been supporting us. Guys, we're going to get right to the program. Oh my goodness, has there been a lot going on in the United States? And uh, one of those things is the conversation around racial injustice. And we are going to have a powerful, powerful program. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Well, folks, it's time for another episode of Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. And today I bring back one of our beloved guests, Hope. Now, for those of you that have not yet met Hope, maybe because you're new to the platform, you need to go back into our archives at bridemovement.com under our podcast section and get some of her backstory. Now, she has talked extensively about the abuse that she went through as she was being programmed in the Illuminati. And she has also talked about a number of other subjects, including NASA, mermaids, <laughs> and Epstein. And you can get all of that by accessing our archives or just going to YouTube and, and doing searches for all of it. But today, Hope is joining me to talk about something else that is relevant to everything that we are experiencing experiencing in our society, at least here in America. And this is the issue of racial tension. And, you know, I haven't spoken much to the subject on this podcast or at the Bride Ministries Church, because as a lot of things have been moving forward, we're looking at riots, Black Lives Matter, and all kinds of uprisings. I have been trying to sort out what is the angle that I believe the Lord wants us to take on addressing all of these things. And the reason why is because I'm sensitive on multiple sides of the issue personally. And, you know, I'm just going to say this for those of you that are out there. Uh, I love Bride Ministries because we have become a true multicultural ministry. I am Puerto Rican and Haitian. My wife is black. The other leader here at Bride Ministries that really helps us with our church and community, Todd, uh, is white. And we never talk about race. Uh, we have people of every color and background in our congregation, in our trainings, in our ministry events. And race has not been a big deal for us. And so 
for me to step out of our environment, and I would call it a bit of a bubble here, and to really engage with the societal and cultural issues at hand, I don't want to uh, misengage, so to speak. Um, I do want to say at the outset of this program that we are sensitive to the systematic injustice that has happened to Blacks and other minorities. I myself have been the recipient of what I would call unfair treatments. I can tell you guys, I clearly remember uh, being in a car with one of my ministry partners at the time and uh, Dr. C.R. Oliver and his wife in the back of my car. And we were driving them uh, to a restaurant. And for those of you that don't know Dr. C.R. Oliver, he has been on my podcast in the past, wonderful man of God. And we were pulled over by the police why? Because there were two brown people in the front of a BMW, which I owned at the time, debt-free, no longer own it, uh, with two older white folks in the back of the car. Why did that happen? Because I was profiled, okay? I mean, I know what that's like. I, I've been through it, guys. I, I have. And I understand this side of the conversation, and we also understand that there are many people that feel unjustly targeted because, well you're white and you don't consider yourself racist and you don't understand where all of the aggression is coming from because in your experience, it just doesn't land. And so we are here saying we have a kingdom agenda. And um, I want to just say this scripture before we start talking with hope, because what we're going to expose today is a very big deal. But here's what the Bible says. In Galatians 3.28 there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So there's heaven's perspective on racism. Hope, welcome back to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you for having me. I love this. Thank you. Well, Hope, um, it is truly my pleasure, and uh, what you're going to share today is, is really going to drop a bomb, B because while there is a reality that we experience in all of our individual lives, some of us have had, you know, really tough backgrounds, some of us have been white and actually been targeted with violence from black people, some of us have been black and targeted with violence from white people, some of us like me are Hispanic and Caribbean have been targeted with closet racism. We have different backgrounds and experiences that lead us towards various interpretations of our world around us. And there is a nerve in this nation of systematic injustice towards certain groups, right? And that is true of our past. But what we don't understand sometimes is that our environment and the atmosphere over what's transacting can be manipulated. Mm -hmm. And that is something that evil counts on us not being aware of. And, you know, as we were doing some work in a session the other day, you began to tell me a whole lot of memories that involved an Illuminati ritual surrounding the subject of race and racial tension. Why don't you open up? What happened? Um, well, 
you know, I, I, I just really want people to know the truth that there are people that are trying to divide us, um, trying at the root for decades and decades, they've been really controlling how we think and, um, controlling how we think about each other in the color of our skin or uh, our gender, any of that. Um, and there's an evil agenda to cause division so that we can be controlled easily. Um, because if, he, if the enemy can divide us, then we're weak and we can be taken advantage of and uh, we're susceptible to the laws much easier. So for me, um, you know, I, the Lord has really been showing me um, a lot of what's going on right now has brought up a lot of pain. Um, I was programmed um, that really black people hated me, um, that, you know, everybody that was black hated me just because I was white. And they did that on purpose, specifically. And they do that to um, all of the MK Ultra slaves on purpose to cause a division there um, and vice versa, of course. But specifically, one of my memories, um, they would dress up like God they would have a black man dress up like God and he would tell me that he hated me and he hated me because of, I was white and that I was the cause of all the pain um, in this world because I was white and that I should feel bad and I should feel evil because I was white. Um, and they did that. This is a corporate ritual. It's like, I wasn't the only person that was there. There were other people, that, you know, other little children like me there, um, you know, specifically for, for us to hate ourselves, uh, you know, that God hated us because of the color of our skin. And uh, then they would have a, a man that was white dress up like God and come in and it was always rape and torture involved with it as well. Um, but he would say that he hated us because we had a black heart. So it was specific on purpose to cause, you know, as a victim to feel like it had to do with a color of why we were hated by God, you know, and being tortured and raped because specifically we were a certain color and to cause confusion of, you know, well, I can't change that. There isn't anything I can do about that. Um, they would quote scripture. You know, a lot of my programming is based in, uh, perverting the word of God and perverting everything about who Jesus is and who God is. Um, they do that specifically because I was sent into different churches and, and things like that. They have different goals for you, but or different assignments for you. Um, but they would quote scripture about how the cultures and the races should not mix 
and use that against us to cause division, you know, and, and separate us out between, you know, the children that were white and the children that were black. Um, but I, so I began, you know, I hated myself because of, obviously because God was saying I had a black heart and then I also hated myself because I had white skin um, because I was a cause of something of slavery and I didn't even know what that meant. But in my mind, I just knew I needed to hate myself because of the, of what color I was now. Also, um, you know, this was done to black children as well. So for, for me, um, in, in other, uh, little girls that were white, they would give us black babies, really toddlers, because we were, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old, um, to take care of and to kind of mother, which in a way when you are completely isolated and completely alone and, you know, have nothing for you, you take what, you know, you, you, cling to try to, to um, care for or help anybody. So they signed us specifically uh, black children, like little babies and toddlers that were given to us, they said, as our slaves, which in our minds we had no idea, you know, a little girl, you, you don't know even what that means, but you know you're supposed to take care of them. And they're like, you're, you're trying to make sure that they're okay. And, um, you know, at that point you feel this sense of, you know, I, I want to protect and I want to take care of them. I want to make sure that they're okay. Um, but how the cult and how the Illuminati, how they work is they t try to take, your heart that Jesus has put that in of wanting to care and wanting to love and wanting to be loved and twist it and tear it and hurt it. And so um, they would force us to do things to um, those little small black babies. And I'm only saying black and white because I want people to understand. I'm not trying to do anything other than help people understand the no, no, situation. No. Um, good. But, um, mm. but uh, we were forced to do things to them. There's always a, you do this or you do this and you try your best to find the least hurtful thing. To, to try to help as much as you can, but there are, there are only two options and both of them are bad. So uh, we had to do certain things to these black children that we were taking care of. And if we did not do those, they would drag that child out. And they, I would see them literally either cut their heads off or hang them. And so in my heart I wanted to protect and so I tried to do everything that I could even things that I did not want to do 
to try to keep from that result of happening. Um, so as that was going on, they had, they brought um, some black children in as well to, um, to watch what was going on. But of course, they're only given part of the story. They, they just see us doing these things so they don't know that we have been given an, an ultimatum. So they see that, and these black children see, you know, the white children, and you know, with the black babies and that we're hurting them, but we have been forced to do that, or there was a bad result. And they were instilling hatred in these children against us because of the color of our skin, because that's what they kept telling them. They're white. They hate you. They're trying to take your children from you. They're trying to destroy you because you're black. They're trying to cause you harm because you're black. It was all about, they are doing this because you are, you know, you are black. And it had nothing to do with that. And so, you know, these children, they think, who, who are they going to think is equal? The person that's white that's doing these things because that's what they're being told. And they're being, you know, hurt. And, um, and being told over and over that, you know, they're taking away your children. Um, because, you know, you when you have nothing, you take whatever you can get. So if they say, oh, you can have a baby to take care of and to have, to love, because that's that basic need, then you are going to cling to that. So in their minds, you know, we were taking away their children. So at that point, um, you know, they would cause these children to begin to scream and yell and and call us names, you know, that we were evil and that we were racist and that we were white privilege. And, you know, none of us, none of us were children. We don't know what we are saying or doing. They are instilling these thoughts and these, these hatreds on purpose to cause us to focus on each other instead of seeing who truly is causing the evil and the pain. But, you know, as a child, you don't know any different. And so they began to, you know, call us names and, and really, you know, yell and scream at us because they thought that we were taking their children from them. You know, and during this whole time, um, you know, they're being programmed that they're bad for being black, you know, that they're you know, their color of their skin is wrong. And they're, they're being treated as a slave just like I was treated as a slave. So we're both being treated the same way. Hmm. Even though, you know, they were saying it was because of the color of our skin. And before you go any further, Hope, uh, this is what I want to say, okay? So everybody that's listening to this, you have to understand. These corporate rituals okay because this is like um a setup they they plan it okay the, the puppet masters are in charge there's almost a script 
okay? It's not happening haphazardly. You could say it's kind of like a play, but it's not. It's a ritual. So there's a plan. And these puppet masters, and I'm not sure if Hope's going to name names, that's up to her, of some of the folks that were the puppet masters of this ritual, but they are in charge and they're bringing in MK Ultra, Illuminati, in Hope's case, level children that are survivors of abuse. At this point, Hope has been raped and abused and bullied and hurt countless times in her life. <laughs> and she is being put in this ritual and forced to go through this ritual with other children and babies. Okay, so that's <laughs> the first thing. This ritual is not just to shatter the minds of the children that are there. They're doing this to release power. They're releasing a spirit. They're releasing agenda through what has been acted out and the trauma that's been instilled, the demons that have been called upon, so on and so forth. And that's what we need to understand. That's why we're doing this podcast. What mm -hmm. some of us do not understand is that in our anger and bitterness and resentment and hatred towards folks of other races in this hour, we are buying into a manipulation driven by rituals like this, partnering with the demonic, and we think that we are entitled to our opinion. And I am not saying justice doesn't need to happen. I'm not saying that conversations don't need to be had in certain areas, particularly we can get into prison reform and uh, targeting reform, so on and so forth. But we are talking about underlying spiritual manipulation that is taking portions of the body of Christ, people who say they follow Jesus, out and under the sway of demonic power. Okay, so we're talking about the ritual. Yeah. Hope you're very brave. This, this is tough. Well, um, you know, I guess what I want people to understand is that there is an agenda. Like, it, even what's going on now, I'm not minimizing anything that people have been called or their experience or whatever. I'm just saying there's a demonic agenda, and it's strategically being manipulated by evil people. And if we can focus on that instead of on each other, then I really believe the Lord can bring huge healing because then it's not about our color or about each other. It's about evil people that are in demonic identity, you know, entities that are trying to control the way we think about each other. But I do know without a doubt, you know, that they're during these rituals, Hillary, you know, governmental figures, high level people specifically go. I mean, why do you think they were in Haiti? They were trying to get the highest level racial territorial demons to call in and cause division in this country because they want the same thing to happen. Because if there's the division in our country, 
between black and white, between each other, even in the body of Christ, just because of the color of our skin, then they can come in and begin to do the things that they want to do. And it's all about control, evil, manipulation. They are the ones that want the power and that they're, they're the chosen bloodline. So they are the ones that are racist and evil and are doing this, but they're manipulating people to think that it's each other. So, you know, Hillary and all, they bring these territorial demons in and call them in from the rituals. They bring people from those countries here to cause um, all those powers to be pulled in so they can have more power to cause division in this country because we have fought so hard to try to be opposite of that. They have to bring all this other stuff in to cause um, that division on purpose. Um, you know, Hillary, she has specifically people that know how different races think to come in and to do particular programming on children because they know the weaknesses. They, they've scanned the people. They know the weaknesses. They know how they think. They know, uh, you know, the hurts and the pains of that region. And so, so they bring that to cause kind of like a vortex uh, of, of pain and hurt. And in that vortex of pain and hurt, they stand outside of it. So they are not seen as the cause of it, but they are the very cause of all the pain and the, and the division, um, you know, and, and during, um, you know, in the rituals, they are really trying to instill hatred by causing, by forcing us to do things to, and dividing us into different races and to do that to each other, to cause hate towards each other so they can have MK Ultra people that hate other races and that's kind of their agenda and that's what they go forward and they they shoot up and they start these different things that are going on um, if it's rooted in hate it's come from that it's come from that programming so now i want to come back around to something because this is uh, a really i think big deal and and as we were going through some of this work and uh, parts of hope were explaining to me uh, their hurt, their feelings, their memories. And uh, we got to the subject of white privilege. Uh, what, what came out was so fascinating to me. And, and I'm going to have her share this dynamic in a second. But he, here's one of the things that I have found. Um, I have found that when I talk to some Black people, uh, they absolutely cannot stand white privilege because that's every reason why, you know, they have been put to the side, lost opportunity, um, were not given promotions when they were due those. They've been profiled by the police and white privilege explains why white people do not have the same experience. 
But when I talk to white people, they hate that term white privilege because they themselves do not feel like they have privileges. They, they feel like they had to work just as hard as anyone else to get what they have. And why, why is that an accusation? And, you know, having said that, I'm not going to go any further with that debate. What I want you guys to know is how they created this setup for mm -hmm. hope in the ritual. Go ahead. So um, in the rituals, what, what they do is that they will say over and over to you. Now, you guys have to understand, if you haven't seen my other podcasts, like I was starting to be tortured from the time I'm in the, in the womb. In most MK Ultra um, slaves, that's how it is. You get tortured, tortured even from the time you're in the womb on, and it's 24-7. It's not just, you know, here and there. So they've already gotten a basis of programming um, so I rely on everything that they say because, I, you know, I'm a child and I've been programmed to listen to everything that they say. So for me, they would over and over and over tell me that I was white privilege and that I was racist. And as they were doing that, they would torture me like with electric shock. So that I would, in, in my brain, know this is why you're being tortured. It's because you're racist and because you have white privilege. And we need to beat you down enough to where you know that you're just a dog. Like, that's who you are. Um, you are the reason, as you know, as they're raping me, they would bring a lot of black men to rape me. Um, I was right by white, black, all different colors, but this specifically was done to cause this division and to cause this, and that's what they're doing. But to, I was right by many, many black men, and they said it was because I was a dog, and um, you know, I was a whore. I was because I was white. I thought I, I was privileged. And so they had to do this. They had to torture me and had to rape me because they had to get this white privilege and this racism out of me. And if they did it enough, then maybe I would see that I had it. And even though it's unconscious, that I would finally see that it was in there. And so... It was done specifically so that you would, you know, specifically feel bad about being the color that you are. And I know 100% without a doubt was the same exact things, but the trigger points were different. For, for black people, they were doing the same thing to cause pain and torment and to think it was, you know, because of their, the color of their skin. Um, and, and, you know, in that, because I was white and I was born white, then my heart was evil, you know, and I had to look inside and see this racism and this white privilege that was inside of me that I didn't even know, you know, I'm just a little girl. I didn't know, like, what do, what do I do? So 
you know, it's, it's just continual over and over. Um, and, you know, just saying over and over, you know, they're be the, you know, the black people, they're better than you. Um, you're the cause of slavery. Like your color of your skin is the cause of slavery. And I was I'm evil because I'm white. So, you know, just to instill this uh, over and over and over again. And it's the cause, um, a reaction in what they have planned throughout um, the world right now is to cause a reaction in all of the program slaves and even in the culture to dictate what we think about ourselves uh, because of the color of our skin. Now, to provide some context for those that are listening to this, how old were you during this particular ritual that we're talking about? Um, one of the rituals, I was around five, and then one of them was around eight. Um, but they began this even, you know, earlier than that, you know, began to um, incorporate uh, different things about race, um, long, you know, even long before that. But the specific right. rituals are from that age, yes. Five and eight. Folks, you have to understand, okay? Hope is a little child going through this stuff, as are all of the other little children that are being put through these rituals with her. Yeah, and, you know, I do want to mention, too, um, for me, um, the they were trying to cause anger and hate towards black people and they were trying to cause black people anger and hate towards white people so they would always specifically tell us to call black people names and to for them to call us names but we were little children we were being told what to say but when you don't have the whole picture, all you know is there's p these people calling me names, you know, and so they're bad. So that that was the whole goal. They wanted to us to see each other as bad and not see the whole picture. And their programming was always to try to hide that they were the root cause of all of the pain and the horror and the torture constantly. So, um, Hope has pointed out that Hillary Clinton was part of these rituals, okay, just for the record. Um, but what she's also getting at here, guys, and uh, this, is, this is very important to understand, this type of ritual becomes subconscious programming in the children. So anyone going through these rituals is being prepared. Prepared for what? whenever they need to pull the race card for a national or local diabolical agenda. Mm -hmm. So as we go into this season of blacks versus whites, blacks versus blue, Black lives matter and race riots and down with white privilege and 
everything else that's being on the news media. Okay, and again, we're not arguing that there are conversations that need to happen around justice reform in this nation. That's not what we're doing. But this, in the news, and the magazines and, and all the different sources of information that we take in every day, begins to trigger feelings that are deeply embedded in hope. That, that's how this whole thing came up. Because all of this pain was being triggered to the surface. And here's what you guys need to understand. Hope is not the only one. Not only do these rituals release a spirit, but they create sleeper programs in those that survive them that will be triggered when the Illuminati and evil parties of darkness and the deep state, as a general term, begin to move their agendas in. And that's why we're talking about Yes. Um, you know, the Illuminati in my program or specifically, they had, um, they always had someone of African descent that would be there, they said, to control me, to um, make sure that that racism didn't come out. So he would normally rape me or torture me, but he was always around to to make sure I was in check, he, you know, he said, but, um, you know, they use different, different things for, to control. And what's going on right now is definitely 100% one thing that are trying to use to control and manipulate people um, to believe what they want, want us to believe and to turn on each other. Instead of seeing the reality, if you see the things in the news right now, um, in the right news, um, not mainstream media, but they're digging into some very deep stuff right now and trying to expose that. So, of course, the evil people in the Illuminati, their agenda is to cause division and cause distraction within each other so that that the the really the real battle for the children and for the millions of people that are being tortured and ritualized every day is not being seen okay i want you to talk a little bit about the dynamic between the white women and the black women at these rituals because mm -hmm. they would have older folks come in and role play different elements of that i know Right. You write quite a bit about that. So please talk about yeah. that dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. So um, they were trying to really instill this hatred of white women and think, thinking white w women or children at that point, we were children, were stealing their children, their black children, and co coming in and, and causing taking away their black men. So they would set up rituals where we would be with their children and that we would be being raped really by black men that they, you know, 
there's also black victims, so I'm not saying that, but specifically once they would come in and have had to uh, rape us, and these women would see that, and they would keep saying, say, over and over to them, they're stealing your children, they're stealing your men, they're trying to destroy you, they're trying to put you back into slavery, when really we were just being tortured, really, we're being um, in a, put in a situation where we um, were being forced to look like we were doing something that we weren't doing. We, we were victims. So just to cause a division and to cause um, an anger in a, in a hate that we're going in to try to, to take something away that we had nothing. Like everybody had nothing. But it was always in the rituals, it's like, well, this person gets this and you get nothing. But none of the victims got anything. But it was always, you know, to, to try, try to make people think that they were getting something that they weren't. So these black girls slash women were brought in during the ritual to watch the white girls including you get raped by black men and then told this is happening because they're taking your men. This is happening because they're taking your babies. You're losing because they're trying to put you back in slavery. So whoever these people are, just like hope, walk away from that into adulthood, carrying this program. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and, and then, you know, just, being forced to, well, I'm, we're going to hurt these children if you don't yell these things at them and call them names. As far as the black women and children, but there was always no other choice. It just was a double bond all the time, but it was all done to cause division and to cause fear and um and to cause it pain about you know what the color of our skin that's so good but this is the the, the thing right the enemy loves double binds where there is no right answer just two wrong answers mm -hmm. and the program puts into the survivors of it two wrong answers and, you know, in this case, right, um, you're either A, getting raped because you're really a racist, or B, your men are being taken from you because you're going back in slavery. There's two wrong answers. Mm -hmm. And with this subconscious program trying to come to the table and have an intellectually honest conversation becomes difficult because we come to the table carrying a double bind in our own heart. And of course, this is happening not only in those that were directly programmed, but this is the spiritual atmosphere that's released over the nation. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it, it's programmed in there to where, you know, for as, as a programmed MKUltra person, you absolutely have no choices. 
They make you think you have a choice, but there's no choices, zero choices. But even in the culture and how, you know, the territorial demons and all the, the, the mindsets that they're trying to project into people's thoughts is that they don't have, have a choice, even though you do, they do have a choice because they are free individuals, but that they, you know, well, I can't, I don't have another choice. Like I have to hate them because of this, or I have to think of them because of this, because that's what we're supposed to do. And that's a demonic spirit that they have specifically sent into the world to control people's minds instead of them being able to think on my own and think, well, you know, logically this person, you know, it's, it's about hate and love, not about black and white or red or yellow. It's about hate and love. My goodness. So, hope, as God has been, I mean, bringing you through these memories and uh, the healing around it, uh, what are some of the other themes that you've been processing through all of this? Well, you know, I think um, just a, I guess I've had a lot of sadness because, you know, I see kind of playing out the rituals that I went through, not to the, you know, people getting tortured and killed and raped, but the mindset of the rituals, like of what the evil people in the Illuminati wanted people to think of each other. So I see them playing out. So it's been really sad and like, say, no, 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 that's not, like, I don't think that way, and unconsciously, I'm not thinking that, and, you know, and me, you know, like, too, like, that, that there's a, a different way, like, there's something different that God wants to do here, um, but, you know, just a lot of memories just surfacing of, um, it, there was a lot that they were trying to do and are trying to do and that they're trying to manifest right now to cause a division in this country so that they can bring about the uh, plans that they have for this country. And one of those huge ways of doing that was through causing a division in race division. Like that was a huge way that they were going to bring forth their plans. So can you tell me just a little bit about some of the plans you believe they would like to bring in on the back of blacks versus whites, blacks versus blues, uh, the, the, um, if they can bring society to a, a absolute pinnacle of aggression in race riots. I mean, what, what would they be able to bring in on the back of that? What do you think? Right. Well, I, I 100% know that they, you know, they tried this once before with Hitler and, you know, 
tell them lots and lots and lots of lies that you know that they were going to freedom and they were going to to get all the wealth of these this other places that you know had wealth but then Hitler got in and then gradually and it was pr a pretty quick process they began to bring in these other things well that was done kind of under the surface or, or uh, kind of out in the open excuse me um, out in the open but the agenda for the Illuminati now their agenda is under the surface like they have millions it's called infiltration um, that's how they're doing it is infiltrating they for decades have been training up MK Ultra people to be in specific places to cause the riots to cause you know the the pandemic to cause um, all of these different things to where we're weakened, we're a weakened state, we're divided, and then they can come in and have the control that they want because ultimately they want to control our, our free will. They don't want to allow, allow us to be able to worship the Lord because they think they're God. They say they are God. They don't, they will take away that they will take away every freedom like being able to go in, in you know anywhere we want to go at this point take away those freedoms and then come in and decide what we get to do and what we don't and then it will come if you are against that you their whole plan and agenda they have tons and tons of underground tunnels and places where they can put people, um, concentration camps. So that is their ultimate plan. So if they can weaken us enough to where they can get in the high places in control, because they have controlled the high places for quite some time now, you know, but uh, the Lord is doing a huge thing and bringing justice right now. And he's, he's uh, exposing things. And even through this, um, this pandemic, the Lord said, hope you don't have to be afraid because they set these things up specifically. I saw them creating these different flus and things like that to try to cause, you know, pandemonium in the country um, because they have all of these different places set up in the country where they can take people that are weakened and, and put them and they can have control. But, but you know, that, that's, that's their agenda is they, they ultimately want to take away every bit of our freedom. It's a new world order. Um, 100% the new world order. And, um, if they can divide us, that's a huge plan that they have. And that was through race. That's where they were trying, you know, to divide us. That's one of their plans. But the Lord said to me, even through this flu, he said, hope there's enough people that are seeing the truth, that that's not going to happen. Um, but I think in this specific point uh you know a racial divide I, I think there's got to be an awakening to really this illuminati plan of what they're trying to do and a coming together 
you know, even especially in the body of Christ, like to see it's not about the color of skins, it's evil people in high places that are causing these divisions on purpose so that they can come in and take over and, and bring in the new world order. I mean, they've been, that's their, they have a very strategic agenda. And that's why we're talking about this, folks, because if there's one thing that you can count on, Dan Duvall is anti-Illuminati. But I love your defectors. <laughs> we'll take care of you. <laughs> yes. And so this is the thing, folks. What we have to understand about heaven, okay, is that heaven is multicultural. Every nation, tongue, and tribe has a place before the throne of God where we can worship him, engage with him, and enjoy him in Christ. We are made one, right? This is, this is the heart of God. God is not a racist. And th there is so much, I mean, I, and I've come across it on both sides, like white supremacist Bible teaching, and um, other Bible teaching that's on the complete other side. Jesus was black, uh, you know. I'm, and a lot of it comes from a, 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 a place of brokenness, okay, in, in people that are purporting these kinds of things. The truth is that God is not a racist. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish but have everlasting life. That, that's everyone. And, and so while God says that we should love each other for the world will know us and know him by our love for one another, mm -hmm. the enemy is working to foment division, anger, hatred. And what he's doing right now in this season is he's pulling on deep veins um, of compromise because, you know, the United States has a compromised history of systemic injustice and plucking those strings is going to have an impact. And while it should produce a conversation that leads to more justice, more fairness, more equity, more love and more unity, uh, taking the wrong direction through infiltration, it will produce division and actually advance a new world order agenda. And we have to choose to take a seat of righteousness in this matter. We have to choose that. And, you know, I, um, I'm a big, big unity guy. Frankly, part of Bride Ministries' vision ever since I founded this ministry is to promote unity in the body of Christ. You know, and, and we believe here that we demonstrate that by pursuing the belief system that Jesus has about his own word, which means we're all learning. <laughs> and, 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 and that has been an extraordinary journey here. But, um, you know, unity is central to the plans that God has to change cities, states, and nations, not yelling louder than the next guy. And right now, I actually want to pay a prayer for justice, because this is the thing, as, as Hope and I have been talking, there are some of you 
that have been through rituals like or similar to what she's describing. And what's going on inside of you in this environment is being triggered, literally shaken. Uh, Your inner world is shaking because of what you have been through, maybe what you don't remember. Others of us have fallen under the sway of the spirit that has been released over this nation through rituals like what she's described. We have unwittingly set our agreement with the spirit. Why? Because of our own hurt. And I am not, again, I have to keep saying this, disqualifying actual unfairness that some of us have been through. Because guess what, guys? I've been through it too, right? Uh, I, I, I'm sitting on... almost both sides of this fence at the same time Uh, because, you know, on different days and in different outfits, people actually think I'm a white guy, believe it or not. And so I I don't know, you know, I kind of sit on both sides. If I put on a (laughs) do-rag, get pulled over. So (laughs) I've been in both camps. But the thing is, I'm a kingdom guy. And I want the love of Jesus to prevail. And and so this is what I want to do. I want to pray for all of you that are listening to this program. And and basically what I'm going to do is I am, as this has been exposed, going to pray that your case of injustice, that injustice is your influence and manipulation by evil rituals and or evil spirits that have been released to foment this division and Illuminati agenda, would be taken to the courts of heaven, weighed in the scales of justice. And that based on that injustice, detailed by your testimonies, we're going to demand judgment. We're going to demand judgment on this evil, evil agenda that is trying to tear apart our nation. And we're going to call for the will of heaven, uh, equity, and uh, actual societal progress to take place for those that have been disenfranchised as a result of actual provable racism. I mean, because I believe that there is a a greater fairness that this nation is is able to step into. And so uh, I'm gonna pray. So Father God, uh, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I, lift up this matter of racial tension. Lord God, the matter of systemic injustice targeting. Lord God, by spirits projected forth through ungodly rituals and programming laid in only to be triggered to foment division, war, uprising, rioting. Lord God, we repent. For our buy-in, to enemy agendas, Lord God, for laying hold of ungodly attitudes towards our fellow kinsfolk, Lord God, men and women in our communities that have different racial backgrounds than us. Lord God, we deliver Our cases of injustice, which have come by way of rituals that we've been through and influence from ungodly spirits released over this nation by evil people into the courts of heaven, 
to be weighed on the scales of justice and found wanting. Lord God, for everyone that is listening and thereby contributing to this case of injustice against the powers of darkness working against this nation, we demand a judgment from heaven, a verdict from your courts, and an impaling blow against the workers of iniquity, their systems, their plans, their grids, and their evil realms. In all infinities of infinities and beyond, eternities of eternities and beyond, in time wheels that exist, once existed and could or could not exist, and everything in between, on all sides of creation and in all multiverses, Lord God, bringing evil agendas into subjugation to the government of heaven, and we set our agreement with the release of justice, better social policy, and equity in our cities, states, and nations, greater unity and understanding, brotherly love, and peace. Lord God, we set these matters in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Hope you are so brave. Thank you. I'm just praying that the Holy Spirit will heal the wounds of anybody that has been ritualized. White, black, yellow, red, you know, all the pain of being told that the color of your skin is evil or wrong and that there would be healing from papa god to for us to see ourselves the way he sees us and to see each other the way he sees us and that we can unify and really fight this together i know that's his heart mm -hmm. wow well folks um if you didn't know hope does have a book it's called to tell the truth uh, we were selling it on our website for a while, but you guys bought them all. So now you'll just have to go to Amazon and pick it up. And um, you will be hearing more from Hope in the future. But uh, for now, Hope, I just want to thank you again for your bravery, your time. And um, I just want to say I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Daniel. I appreciate it. Until next time, God bless and God speak. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at brideministriesinternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially.